Hey everybody, this is Jaren. Welcome to the Family Ties Podcast. This is episode four, our fourth and final episode of our Connected Parenting Seminar. Uh, so we did this parenting seminar a few months back, dealing with all things technology with our kids. Uh, and so we've been walking through, um, you know, exploring just what, what are the dangers when it comes to technology in our kids? What are all the things that can go wrong? So that was our first session. And then we dealt with, okay, where do we go from here? What's the correct perspective? Because I feel afraid. I just want my kids to, to be safe. And so I want to wrap them in a, con a cocoon of safety, but that doesn't really work. And so we, we, we dealt with what, what is the right perspective that it's about protecting them, but also... Uh, informing them and educating them about the, the correct perspectives they need to have in, in terms of all this kind of stuff. And then episode three, or session three of this, we talked through um, some things that we need to have in place in our households, some some rules, some guidelines of, of how much screen time and, and what are some rules around technology? Are, are we allowed to have smartphones in our room? Like all of those kind of things. Um, and that includes us as parents, what are the rules for us and what do we need to put in place and what are the things that we need to, to not be watching or not taking in, um, not just for our kids, but for us as well. And so this final episode, we're going to be walking through a bunch of the different tools that are out there and, and talking through which ones work and which ones don't and um, and going from there. And so this is going to be different. Um, so we had these recordings in place from our seminar. And when we looked for uh, the recording of session four, it was not there. Um, <laughs> it was just gone. We don't know what happened to it. Um, but it turns out it's probably okay because the fourth session um, there was a ton of back and forth with the audience, which was great. It was it was awesome to 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 have that environment, but they didn't have a microphone, and so there was a lot of things that that were that were great in the room, but would not work well for uh, just an audio podcast. And so, um, so I'm gonna walk us through it. We're gonna talk through. I'm gonna talk through. Um, Basically, just a recap of the things that we learned. I'm going to point you to some great resources. I'm going to recommend a few apps to you, a few websites to you, um, and then some things that we, um, you know, as our as our church at Northwest Christian Church, that we have in place um, for you as parents to resource you as well. So this is episode four of of our Connected Parents seminar, dealing with um, all the all the tools that are at your disposal. Um, so let's dig in. So if you Google uh, software or apps for your teen's phone or something like that, uh, a million things will pop up. And so it's hard to know where to start, which ones work, which ones don't, what does what. Um, so let's dig into uh, what are some of the apps that are out there. But before we do that, I wanted to... Um, to kind of break it into three categories for you of, of different types of apps in terms of filtering and all of that kind of stuff. So, so we have blocking, filtering, and unrestricted apps. And so real quick, so blocking apps. So this, this is an app that would block everything. So it prevents things from coming in. So it, it, and kind of its default is to block everything. 
except for the things that you say, okay, this one's okay, that that one's okay. And so there are apps, and these are typically more for for younger kids, where you know it only lets only lets approved websites be seen through the browser, right? So it'll block everything except for what you allow. Now that's, that's great for young kids, but that can get tedious as you get older. And so uh, the second type is it's a filtering app, and that's where it lets more things in except for what you say, not this, not this, not that. And and most of these will come with some presets, like any website that's tagged as pornographic, it's going to block that. Um, but you could say, hey, I'm, I block YouTube. I don't want them going to YouTube. Um, so you could set that. So that's filtering. It's, it's, it's going to let stuff in, but it's automatically going to filter some things. And then a lot of these will are customizable to where you can choose to filter different types of things as well. And the third kind of category of app is one that's that's unrestricted. And, and kind of the idea behind it is it's more about accountability. And so it won't prevent anything. It won't filter hardly anything at all. Um, but it will let you see everything. It'll let you see everything that they, they've gone to or they've, they've spent their time on or whatever. And so I don't recommend this app for, for kids at all. Um, there's probably more room for discussion around this type of app with um, older teens. So if they're 17 or 18 and they're kind of getting ready to go out of the house and they're going to be on their own, this this might be a good kind of transition for them. I'm not saying it is for every every teen, um, but it, it may be one thing to consider. It's also uh, good for some adults if they've had a history, but they um, with, with pornography or something like that. And they need, they need accountability. Um, if I have this on my phone that I know like, Hey, I can go to whatever website, but I also know that this person's going to know that I went to that website. And so, um, that's the philosophy behind it. So each one can be good, um, at what it does in its own respect. Um, but it's important that, to know that some, some of these apps are built different ways not all of them do the, the same type of thing or even try to do the same type of thing. So when when trying to select an app for your for your kid's phone, right? So I want to I want to put an app on my kid's phone because I, I don't want them running across stuff and I want to limit things. Um, there's some different uh, criteria that we need to consider. Um, and one is is before we even get to an app that your the device itself probably has some settings. So if they have an iPhone or um, you know Galaxy or, or whatever, there are built-in parental settings that are a good starting point. They're not going to be perfect, um, but they are definitely something you want to go into and um, and modify. Um, I, you know, I can go into my kid's iPhone if they have one and say, I'm going to put parental settings on it so they can't, um, they don't even get Safari on their phone. Like it's not even there. They, they can't do it or they can't download apps, um, without my permission. Cause as, as we talked about in the seminar, a lot of what teens and kids and even adults do on a smartphone isn't through the browser. It's through specific apps. It's through the YouTube app or the Facebook app or TikTok or whatever. And so um, it's important that we're able to limit what apps our kids can download because um, not most of the stuff is not coming through the, the kind of the browsers anymore. And so that's something that you would definitely want to dig into. 
Um, and later on, I'm going to point you to some resources to, to show you kind of how to set that up if you're if you're not super tech savvy. It's it's not all that difficult. Um, but but make sure you go into the device settings and see what's what it's capable of. Um, there are so other criteria to consider when choosing an app is does it um, does it manage or limit screen time? Right. So is it is it actually aside from just trying to filter out stuff that you don't want them running across? Um, does it manage their screen time to where they can only do it so much per day? Um, or does it, you know, limit what types of websites they can go to for how long, uh, you know, they can be on their screen for three hours, but they can only do YouTube for 20 minutes. Like, does it have those types of settings? Some do and some, do, some don't. Um, when selecting an app, one thing to consider is, um, does it work across all types of devices or is it, you know, like, is it platform specific? So um, in your household, if you have iPhones and also, you know, a Dell laptop, and so you have multiple types of, of devices, does, it, does the app you have chosen, does it work across those platforms? Some do and some don't. And so that's something to consider, something you want to take a look at. Um, obviously, browser filtering is a big one. You want to have some type of browser filtering capability. Most apps do something along those lines. Um, and so that's one thing to consider. Uh, a big one to look at when you're trying to figure out which app to go with um, is does it support other apps? So does it work not just in the browser, but does it filter stuff in YouTube or Facebook or whatever? Um, a lot of them don't. That's just the reality. There's some that do um, somewhat, um, but it's it's pretty limited because uh, it's 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 you know obviously it's it's app specific, and so all the time there's new apps that are being developed, and it's hard for a, a company that's putting out this filtering software to keep up with all of that. And so um, it's important to know like. Okay, this hey, this has great filtering capability, um, but it doesn't work within social media. Well, okay, well that's a that's a big deal because my you know, probably your team probably spends some time on social media. So that's definitely one thing you want to take a look at and know um, what it's what it's capable of doing. Uh, another one is, does it work in the private modes? So let's say you download an app and it has great filtering, you know, for the web browser. Oh, it's awesome. But, uh, here's the problem. They have Chrome and Chrome has incognito mode. And so all I have to do is do that. And now it, it, it bypasses the app that you've put in place. Um, that's, a <laughs> that's a big one. Um, so that's definitely something you want to take a look at and know, does this app also work in the private modes, in the in the incognito modes, or, or whatever it is. Um, and then, does it does it work through text or chat? So whether it's Facebook Messenger or um, you know all the different you know chat apps that they use today, um, or just straight up text messaging, does does the app work through those and does it, you know, some of them will, will pick up on keywords and, and some don't touch them at all. And so, you know, with all of those criteria, it's just things to know. Um, no app is perfect. Nothing does everything well. Um, 
So what I don't want you to do is get an app and just to kind of assume it does some things that it doesn't do because that gives you a false sense of security and go, oh, I don't have to worry about this part of it because, um, well, it does that. Well, it doesn't do that, but <laughs> but you weren't aware of it. And so that's that can be that can be really bad. And so one is to, to make sure um, to, to know its capabilities, know that nothing is perfect. There's no app that's bulletproof. Um, it, they're just, it's not. And so the biggest warning I have, and, and after this, we'll dig into, you know, looking at some different apps that we recommend, um, is that no app, nothing you can put in place, um, nothing is a replacement for being engaged. Uh, I don't ever want, uh, to feel like, oh, I put this on my kid's phone. So now I don't have to worry. You know, now I don't really have to, I, it's kind of like I checked the box, I know we're good, so I don't have to actually worry about it or, or deal with it. Like that's that's a recipe for disaster. Um, one, because no app is perfect. Two, is because things slip through the cracks. Uh, it just, it just, it's possible. Um, there's, there's, there's always ways of something getting in there. So I, no matter what you put on your, your child's phone, don't think it's perfect. Don't, you know, that set it and forget it mentality. Try everything you, everything you can to, to not have that mentality because the reality is we still have to be engaged. Even though we put these things on our kids' phones, we still have to be checking in on them. We still have to be like, hey, can I let me let me see that real quick and let me scroll through and, and see what you've been up to. Um, that we, that still needs to happen even if we've put those things uh, on their phones. So we, we have to continue to be engaged. So let's get into uh, looking at some of the different apps um, that we recommend and some other ones that are popular. I wanted to speak to those as well. But one, one of the really good ones um, is an app called Bark, um, B-A-R-K. It's like a, and it's got a little dog on the icon. Um, it, it, it's a really good one. It works across multiple types of devices. So it works on, you know, Android and iOS. Um, it, it tends to do a little bit better. There's a little bit more functionality when it comes to Android. So if you're a, you're an iPhone family, um, you know, it's probably a little bit less effective for you than it would be if you're an Android family. Um, but it does a lot of different things. So it monitors text messages. It has that capability of kind of scanning text messages for keywords, um, everything from, you know, you know, things that are sexual in nature to, you know, the, the kind of the online bullying and, you know, to talk of suicide and depression, things like that. It can, it can, um, it can pick up on some of those keywords. So it'll, it'll monitor their texts and social media and even some apps. Um, it, it claims to work with Snapchat. I would honestly recommend that you never let your kids get Snapchat um, <laughs> because that one is just like made to be subversive. It's just made to um, hide stuff. And so don't even worry about that one. But um, Bark, they they say they work with text messages, social media, and, and some of those apps. Um, I would, um, I'd caution you. Um, some of the reviews that I've read say it, it works, but not quite as 
well as kind of how it's advertised. Um, and that's, I mean, as you can imagine, monitoring text messages and social media and stuff is it's got to be an inexact science. Um, it's not going to work perfectly. So I th there's just more gaps for things to 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 kind of get through. So it it you know. I'm doing air quotes. It works, but you know, if if bark is what you go with, then then just you still have to kind of pay special attention to that. Um, it does have a web filter uh, for Chrome and for Edge, so Microsoft Edge. Um, it has a web filter specifically for for those. Um, it does scan incognito mode. So um, if if you know you've got a browser and you can go on private mode, it still works the same way, um, even if um, even if they go into private mode as, as it would uh, kind of on, on on the regular settings. So that's good. Um, it searches for keywords across kind of all of those different apps. Um, there is a cost to it, obviously. Um, with all, almost all of these, there's a there's a cost. Um, this is one of those areas where you, you typically get what you pay for. So there's there's lots of free stuff out there. Um, those are going to be fairly limited in what they're able to do. And so if you're if you're, you know, especially if you have a teen and you're really wanting to get serious about, I uh, mean, I have to put some some stuff on our phones to make sure. Um, you're you're probably gonna spend some money. Um, it's you know for Bark, it's ninety nine dollars a year for families. So that's that's less than ten bucks a month. That's a, a cup of coffee every couple of weeks kind of cost, and um, that that may seem like a lot, but man, in relation to what it can prevent, that is that is an absolute bargain. Um, so that's that's one of that's one of the apps that's probably on the top tier for me. Um, it's not perfect. Like I said, it's it's got some some issues, um, specifically more so with iPhones. There's just um, iPhone does more. Um, they they don't play as well with others um, across you know all sorts of things. Um, and so this is one where um, it just can't function as well with an iPhone as it, as it can with you know something that you know, on, on Android. And so um, just keep that in mind. But that is that is one of the very good ones that that's out there that we would recommend. Um, another one that is I, for me it's right up there with bark is is one called it's called mobisip and it's m-o-b-i-c-i-p um and, and it does a lot of the same things that bark does so um, it actually has a replacement browser um, there's a, a browser that it will come with and so instead of using safari instead of using chrome all of that kind of stuff it it has its own browser and so that that makes it even better because the, the the filtering capabilities are even higher there this one does work across all platforms as well, so Android and, and iOS. Um, this one has uh, the ability to, to track their location. So if you have this installed on, on your, your teen's phone and they're out and about doing their thing, um, you can know where they are. Um, that's great for, you know, are they <laughs> are they where they said they would be? Um, but also, like, you know, if they get stranded on the side of the road kind of thing, um, you, you know where they're at. Um, so that's 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 a cool feature. Um, this one allows you to review their browsing history, so you can see everything they've been they've been searching or looking at online, um, even if they've deleted it, even if they've gone um, in incognito mode and private modes and all that kind of stuff. Like it, it's not gone. 
um, you can go through and see what they've been what they've been looking at. So that's that's really cool. Um, it has a functionality kind of built into where you can block or allow different apps. So you can go through and say, I, I want to block TikTok, um, but I'll let YouTube let, let them be on YouTube. Those kind of things. It has the the ability to kind of turn those on or off. Um, it doesn't necessarily work within those apps. So um, it, it'll, you know, if you let them have TikTok, they're going to get all of TikTok. If you let them get YouTube, they're going to get all of YouTube. It doesn't filter things within that, um, but you can just shut the functionality off and say, nope, nope you don't have access to YouTube. Um, in terms of cost for this one, it's $4.99 a month for 10 devices, which um, would fit most smaller families. Um, if you start adding it up though, if everybody's got a phone and you've got a couple computers at home and um, maybe a, 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 you know, a tablet or a two, something like that, it can add up. So, um, so it's $4.99 per month for 10 devices, but if you've got more than that, it's $9.99 a month for up to 20 devices. And if you have more than 20 devices, um, uh, I feel for you because <laughs> that's a lot to manage. Um, but but Mobisip is really solid. Um, it's it's one that I've recommended uh, a lot in the past. Um, and those two, Mobisip and Bark, are probably the top two for me um, in terms of you know doing what they say they're going to do. Um, good functionality, cross platform, all of those kind of things. Those are, those are really solid. Um, there's another one out there called Q Studio. Q U S T U D I O. Um, it, it does a lot of the same things. So there's web filters and it manages your screen time. Um, it works across different platforms, Android, iOS, Chromebook. Um, it does location tracking, which is great. Uh, it, it, it says it does social media tracking. Um, it is pretty limited though, and it only works on Facebook. Um, and as, as we talked about in the seminar, like Facebook is kind of yesterday's news for um, most teens. They're, they've moved away from Facebook to Instagram and TikTok and all sorts of other stuff. And so um, that one's not as, um, not as great as it sounds. Um, it can block or allow streaming apps as well. So it, it claims to do a lot of the things that, that Bark um, and and Mobisip do, but it, what I've found and what I've run into is it's not quite as solid. So, um, you know, when it comes to managing screen time, the process is not as, as intuitive as some of the other programs. Um, so especially if you're not like super, super tech savvy, um, it, it can feel clunkier and harder to, to navigate and, and, and manage that. Um, now the cost is, is a little bit less. So it's $45.95 a year for up to five devices. So that it can work. Um, it's one of those, it, it works. It's not great. It's Definitely not as good as Bark um, or, or Mobisip for sure. It's again, it's one of those like you get what you pay for. Um, so it, it it works, but it's 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 quite a bit more limited than the other two. Um, there's another one called Boomerang. Um, this one uh, again, I'm gonna real quick go through these because I feel like I'm saying these a lot. But it manages screen time. You can set limits per app. So this one you can say like. Um, you can have X amount of screen time overall, but within that, you can only have, you know, 30 minutes on YouTube or 15 minutes on TikTok or whatever. So you can be more specific. 
It's got location tracking. You can look at their YouTube history. So if they've got the YouTube app, you can actually look at their, their history and see what they've been watching. Um, it has filters for Android and Chrome. Um, so that's nice. It's got an alternative browser called Spin, so its own browser, which is which is pretty solid. We use that one. Um, it's it's good. It's a little over thirty dollars per year for ten devices, so it's pretty solid. The downside of this one is it's mobile devices only. And so if you've if that's if that works for you, if you don't you know worry about if you don't have laptops and stuff like that, if you've just got phones and Kindles and and all that kind of stuff. Um, this could be a really good one for you, um, but if you want to include your home computer or, or whatever, uh, Boomerang's not going to work on that one. Um, there's another one out there, and this one's really popular. Uh, you've you may have heard of Net Nanny. Um, that's a it's a really really popular one. If you Google um, fil you know phone filtering software, that's going to be one of the first ones that comes up. Um, I'll go through real quick and, and talk about it. So it manages screen time. Um, it does YouTube monitoring. Uh, it lo tracks location. It gives you as parents like activity summaries so you can see kind of the breakdown of what they've been doing. Um, it monitors social media. Um, it does not monitor texts. Um, and it's bought $55 for the year for five devices. Um, Honestly, though, I'm not going to recommend this one. Um, I, I feel like um, what I've found and what I've run into and what um, a lot of the reviews I've read, I, I read kind of a lot of reviews of all of these as well to, to see kind of what the overall experience has been. Um, and the recurring theme with this one is not as good as it sounds. Um, <clears throat> so the YouTube monitoring it kind of works, but it kind of doesn't. And so it's not really reliable um, to the point where it's like, why have it? If I know if I'm having to check it anyway uh, or limit it anyway, like why, what, what, what's it there for? And so it's just not a great monitoring system. Um, like I said, it does do social media, but you have to, there's an additional cost with that. So it's $20 per year for social media monitoring on top of what you're paying for, um, for the system. Um, and it doesn't monitor text at all. So there's a lot of what it doesn't do. And what it does do, there's several of them that just like, eh, it doesn't work quite as well as, as what, what they claim. Um, so this one, really popular. You're going to see it a lot. I, I just think there are better options out there. So I'd, I'd steer clear of that one. There's one that I want to talk about that's, that's free. Um, the, it's called Microsoft Family Safety. Um, so it, it's limited, so it does manage screen time and you can, you, it kind of breaks down and you can manage, um, you know, obviously with this being Microsoft, it's specific to Microsoft, so it's not going to work on all devices, but, um, you can limit, you can say, you know, they get this much time on the computer, but only this much time on Xbox, so on and so forth. So you can break it down that way, um, or set limits by app as well. Um, it does work across Xbox, which is cool because um, 
if you don't know, if your kid has an Xbox, they have access to the internet. Um, there's a browser on Xbox. There's chat on Xbox. There's all sorts of stuff they can get into. Um, there's parental settings on it as well, but it's definitely something you want to be aware of. Um, but you can set limits on, on the Xbox, which I love. I use this as a parent. It's awesome because if I say you're getting an hour of Xbox time today, then it'll warn them that that time's almost up. And then they can ask for more on it and I can, it'll pop up on my phone. I'll be like, nope, <laughs> you're done. And so the time will run out and it'll stop. And so it just, it prevents a lot of, you know, kind of nagging them to get, oh, okay, your time's up. Okay, I'm almost done. You know, five minutes later, um, your time's up. It just prevents that because it just cuts them off. So love that one. Um, it has a, a browser filtering software which is great but it only works with microsoft edge that that browser um which you know is is good and bad so you know with with us we just we took the other browsers off the computer so the edge is the only one on there um which is great um so if you go that route it works well um it doesn't monitor texts or anything like that um the good news with this one is it's free and so i i recommend this one just because it's it works for what it does. So if you're in a situation where you have, you know, PCs and, and Xbox and stuff like that and Android um, devices, um, go ahead and get this one. Set it up. It's free. I mean, you can always, you know, pay for another app if you have other other systems. But this one, for for what that does for that kind of realm of of, of Kindles and and you know laptops, all that kind of stuff, it it does work pretty well. Um, so that's one you definitely want to take a look at. So we talked about some of those software that um, doesn't really f necessarily filter everything, but it gives a, it's more of a set for accountability. Um, so, so one of those is called Covenant Eyes. Um, so if you're looking for something along those lines, that type of software, Covenant Eyes is, is a really good one. Um, so you can, you set it up on your phone and you can select an accountability partner, whether that's your, you know, as a parent or a spouse or a friend or, you know, whatever it is. Um, and so they see activity reports of what you're doing on, on your device. Um, on top of that, it'll send an alert. So if, if I'm someone's accountability partner and they have this thing on their phone and they try to uninstall it, it tells me that they're trying to uninstall it. <laughs> so I, I know right away, like, eh, something's up. Um, so it's got some blocking and filtering capabilities as add-ons. I think you can kind of pay a, a premium for also filtering some of the, you know, kind of the obviously bad stuff. Um, it, it allows you to customize some of the block and allow lists, um, some different websites and things like that. It does work across multiple platforms, so that's good. Um, so that's a good one. If you're looking for, you know, if you have, like I said, like a 17-year-old, um, and they're, you know, they're, they're kind of almost out of the house, um, this could be a, a good tool of, hey, you, you know, we're going we're gonna to move toward more trust, so you're going to have more freedom here. Um, we don't want to just kind of be unrestrained completely and, and just assume everything's fine. Um, so we still want to have something in place, but it's, um, we need to have a different kind of conversation now. Now it's not so much about just protection. Now it's about, um, 
you know, really wading through, like, do I, do, you know, what types of things am I choosing to subject myself to or to refrain from, from, from seeing or in, engaging in? So this can be a great tool to generate some good conversation about those kind of things. So it's, it's a different type of software, but if that's what you're looking for, um, Kevin and I's, uh, I think is a, is a pretty good one. Uh, I know a lot of people look for browser alternatives. So, um, you know, you have Safari or you have Chrome or whatever. And I just, you know, instead of installing some type of filter, is there just a different browser I can use that's, that's set up for that? And there's, there's quite a few of them. Um, because, you know, some of them are like, like Chrome is, is, um, one of the, easiest ones to use to go view things that, that I shouldn't be viewing. Um, that's one, you know, if you're going to allow your teenager to, to browse on the internet, Chrome's probably the one you don't want them to use because it's just, it's a lot easier to get around things. And so um, one solution to that is just to have a different browser entirely. Um, so there's a few of them. Um, clean browsing, that's one. So clean browsing, um, spin. That's that's a really good one as well. Um, there's something called Kittle, and it Kittle's actually made by Google. Um, it, it'll look like a lot like Google. You'll tell, um, but it's it's made for kids, and so it'll it'll obviously block and filter a whole bunch of you know the pornography and things like that. Um, but it'll also generate. It, it kind of runs its algorithms different, and so. Um, it'll generate kid-friendly websites to the top of the list, and so if you're if you're you know eight-year-old go goes needs to search something for school, um, it'll it'll kind of make it easy for them to not only find the information they're looking for, but to 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 bring to the forefront the a really kid-friendly website that's that's a version of what they're looking for. So that's that's a good one. That's I I think that's a a good way of of bypassing some issues, whether it's Chrome or Safari or whatever, is to just say, hey, we're going to use a different browser that's built to filter things out. Um, and so clean browsing, spin, and Kittle are ones that, that do that really well. All right, so those are some of the apps, um, but I do want to point you into some other resources as well, besides just apps to download on your phone and stuff like that. Um, there's a few websites that I want to direct you to as parents, and these are, these are for you as parents. Uh, they're resources to you, so these don't block and filter anything. It's not, it's not like that. It's more of how do I, as a parent, engage more in this kind of ongoing conversation? How do I approach this? How do I, <clears throat> how do I make sure I'm having the right perspectives? Um, and and what what do I do? What do I get? How do I prepare myself to sort of engage in these conversations with my kids? <clears throat> And so there's there's a couple websites that I want to point you to, and the first one is one called Protect Young Eyes. Um, 
protectyoungeyes.com. It's an awesome, awesome, awesome website. Um, it's got a ton of articles, um, just different things to read through and great, great, great food for thought for parents. Um, they've got, you know, book recommendations of things you can read. Um, it does have an app for parents. It's an app you can put on your phone that kind of gives you access to a, a ton of different resources that, that, um, kind of help educate you further in, in, in these type of topics. Um, one of my favorite features on their website, though, is they have this, this app recommendation page <clears throat> where you can go, um, and it's, it's right at the top of the website. There's a tab for it. You can go, and they've, they've curated a list of, I don't even know how many, dozens and dozens and dozens of popular apps, whether it's TikTok or Discord or, you know, um, Snapchat, like you name it, there, there's just a ton of them. And it gives an app review and it says, here's what it does. Here's what it's like. Um, here, it, you know, it claims to have these types of filters. Does it really work? Kind of what's their rating? And it gives their recommendation of like, hey, this one's probably okay for teens, but just be careful of dot, dot, dot. Or it'll say like, you know what? We would just say, no, don't let your kids use this one. Um, it kind of, it goes through and gives you like the real story of, of what the app's all about and how it works. Um, and, and it's, I think it's such a good, good thing because as, as parents, it's hard for us to keep up, right? New things keep getting popular. And so it's cool for us to have a place where we can go and say, okay, they're at, my kid's asking for this app. They're asking for Discord. I don't, I don't, I don't know what that is. So, um, oh, I'll go on here and look. And, oh, there it is, a Discord. Okay, let me read through what it's about, what it even does, um, what are the potential dangers, all, all that kind of stuff. Because, okay, now I can make a, a more informed decision about whether I'm going to allow my kid to, you know, have this on his phone and oh you know how to set up the parent controls because this one has them and so on and so forth so it's an awesome tool it's a it's a great i would bookmark this and have this kind of at your disposal um it's just a great place to go to keep informed on the different apps that that, that are popular with with um the this younger generation and and which ones are good and which ones we definitely want to steer clear from there's another website I want to point you to. It's called Fight the New Drug. Fight the New Drug. Um, and this one is, is more geared specifically toward um, dealing with issues of pornography. Um, it's got a ton of articles and testimonials and videos and all sorts of stuff about uh, the dangers of pornography and, and, and our susceptibility to it and how, it, you know, what are ways that people get mixed up in it and, and how as a parent do I not only protect my kid, um, but maybe they're already involved in it. How do I get them out? How do I deal with this in a, in a, in a healthy God honoring way? Um, there's, there's just a ton, a ton, ton of resources. Um, and so I, I would, this is another one I would absolutely bark, bookmark as a parent. Um, and just and just go through it on a regular basis, read through, um, look at a video, watch a testimonial, things like that. Um, 
one of my favorite features on this website is there's one that's it just says let's talk about porn um, and so it, it gives you a conversation blueprint of how okay how do I have a conversation um, and so it's got like a breakdown of who am I having this conversation with is it my child is it my spouse is it somebody like that um, and then you can break it down by like, I want to have a conversation with them because I know they're involved in it and I'm, I'm trying to help them or I'm not sure they're involved in it or they're not yet or whatever. Um, because you're going to approach that conversation very, very differently. And so it, it, you can kind of go through and pre-select those things and then it'll give you a whole bunch of things to think through of like, Hey, before you jump into this conversation, Make sure to think through, you know, this, 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 and then when it comes time for the conversation, here's here's kind of a blueprint of how to go about doing it. Um, it's you know, it's not meant like as a script per se, but it's not far off either. It gives you kind of the flow of the conversation and some some things to keep in mind throughout the course of it. It is an awesome tool. Um, I think one of the big big pieces of feedback we got at the, the seminar was. Like, man, this is this is big stuff. This is crucial stuff. It's so important that I talk to my kids about it. How in the world do I do that? Like, my kid's nine. What what in the world? How do I talk to my nine-year-old about pornography? Oh my goodness. And so um, where do I even start? What what's what's inbounds, what's out of bounds? Like all of that kind of stuff. And so this is a great tool to to give you a place to think through all of those kind of things. Um, so I would highly, highly recommend um, you visit the, that website often, the Fight the New Drug. Um, so so real quick, I want to wrap up, and um, because I know this has been a lot of, of information, this is a lot of resources, and honestly, um, you're listening to this, and you're, you're probably in your car or mowing your lawn or whatever, and it's not like you're able to sit down with a piece of paper and a pen and go, oh, Remember that one. Ooh, remember that one. What did he say about <laughs> what, what was this app again? Um, and so we we made a place where all of this is is linked to. Um, so if you go to our website, so nwcc.net, so Northwest Christian Church. If you go to nwcc.net slash family room, um, there is a, a link to all of this kind of stuff. You will, you'll find links to all of the, uh, the apps that we're recommending, the websites that we just talked about, the, the fight, the new drug and protect young eyes. Um, it'll, it'll give you ideas on things to read and things to, things to talk through. Um, it'll walk you through how to set up, um, parent controls on your kid's phone, the ones that kind of come with the phone, whether it's an iPhone or Android or whatever, um, it'll walk you through how to do that. So th this links to pretty much all of the resources we just talked about. Um, we, we've linked to to this page as an easy place for you to go to and go, hey, what, what, are, what, are, uh, what are some apps we can use? What are some resources that I can have? So, um, so make sure you, you have that bookmarked on your on your. Uh, on your phone or on your, your browser as well, nwcc.net slash family room. Um, we will we will continue to update it. We'll add new recommendations and um, we'll we'll throw some more resources on there, book recommendations, all sorts of good stuff as we as we run across things that we that we wanna to send your way. But um, we wanted to give you a place to kind of one central location where where all of this stuff can be can be found, so you don't have to remember where this one was and where that one was. 
And that does it for our series on our Connected Parenting Seminar. We hope you really enjoyed that. Um, we know that was a, a lot of information, and some of that may have been um, you know, more difficult without the visual component, um, the ability to actually be kind of in the room and, and see the, the material presented. Um, but but you know, our, our hope is that you realize uh, just how important of a topic this is. Our kids are absolutely inundated with technology and it's, it's shaping our world and it's shaping them in ways that we may or may not realize. And so as parents, it's crucial that we take an active role in, in, in this, in their lives, that we, um, we are involved, we are engaged, um, we're researching, we're learning, we're trying to, you know, to, to get more information so we know um, the, the wise decisions for our families. And, and we need to be able to have these conversations with our kids um, probably at a younger age than than many people realize. And so uh, we just hope this this has given you some information to 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 take and, and go with and, and, and dive into those conversations with your kids. So we are going to be taking a break from our podcast for the month of September. Uh, we won't be releasing any new episodes, but not to fear, we'll be right back in October. Um, we'll jump back in with some more great content. So we, we really appreciate your time. We really appreciate you listening to this podcast. We hope you enjoy it. We hope you're passing it along to, to other uh, uh, friends of yours and, and other parents that you know that, that could benefit from this information. So thank you all so much, and we'll talk to you soon.